Welcome to the Ultimate Coach Podcast, Conversations from Being, inspired by the book, The Ultimate Coach, written by Amy Hardison and Alan Thompson. Join us each week with the intention of expanding your state of being, and your experience will be remarkable. Remember, this is a podcast about being. It is a podcast about you. To explore more deeply, visit theultimatecoachbook.com. Now, enjoy today's conversation from B. Welcome to another episode of the Ultimate Coach Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts for the show, Meredith Bell. And joining me today from Peru is Gabby Puma. Gabby, welcome. Hi, Meredith. What an honor and a joy it is to be with you right now. Well, I am just so thrilled to have you. For those who are active members of our Facebook community for The Ultimate Coach, your name is well known because you are so prolific and, and committed in responding to so many people. You bring such wonderful love and service. And I want to just share a little bit about you before we jump into the conversation. So those who aren't familiar with you can understand this wonderful human being that I'm talking to today. From her experience of you reading The Ultimate Coach, also known as The Book of Being, and from her Be With session with Steve Hardison, Gabby became and is the lightning of hope. I just love that, Gabby. She translated the book from English into two different languages, Spanish and Quechua. She devoted 40,000 U.S. dollars and many hours of her life working on this project with linguists and translators until the ultimate coach became El Coach Supremo. She is leading with love now the TUC Spanish Facebook group, El Coach Supremo Grupo Facebook, and is committed to expanding the being movement across the world. And Gabby is also the creator of Gabby Puma Global, where she serves lovingly and impacts human beings and leaders as a soul guide life coach, and business consultant. You know, Gabby, you are, to me, just an amazing human being with what you have experienced in your early life and then who you are today. That's been quite a journey. So I'd love for you to share with our listeners about your life before you met Steve Hardison and before you read The Ultimate Coach Book. Right. I appreciate you, Meredith, uh, providing us the soil, the ground, the context. Thank you so much for that. And also to share with you and with everyone who are be listening to this beautiful dialogue about my life that has been before the book of being entitled The Ultimate Coach before my Be With session with Steve Forbes Cardis and The Ultimate Coach himself. It's such a defining moment in my life's path. It's hardly recognizable for me to look back and to cover my solid foundation. I come from indigenous upbringing, from indigenous uh spirituality from indigenous richness of life and reverence to life that our people uh, still it's their way of life to today and uh, that has been my life for 15 years of my life and then tourism travel I served there for another close to 15 years of meeting and serving people from across the world in group settings and providing facilitating transformation around the beauty that is the nature of our Latin America geography and countries, including Machu Picchu, including Iguazu Falls in Argentina and Brazil, including Rio, the ocean in, in Brazil, 
that has been my sacred offices per se to facilitate transformation and profound life experiences for people. And again, together with my life that has been deeply embedded in nature, because uh, like right this moment, as I share this, I am in this beautiful indigenous mountain community uh, where I was, uh, where I originated from. And back in 2017, while I was living abroad and my career that has taken me to over 37 countries, seeking understanding to this life in a way that overwhelmed and confused by so many questions that I had about life. Life, it was, it was beautiful. Even right before the Book of Beings arrival into my life, I consider my life very beautiful, very accomplished, very explored, if you will. And in 2017, I have discovered or coaching discovered to me, and it was the first time that I experienced mentorship and coaching from a beautiful human being from New Zealand, Sam Ovens. And then Sam Ovens' community led me to Rich Litvin's community, and then Rich Litvin. For the first time, I heard the name Steve Forbes Hardison back in 2020. And it's very hard to look back because now it's a, a beautiful wholeness that I am seeing life anew. And yet, as I speak of this moment, it's, it's very, it's very moving. It's. You were touched so deeply by everything that happened. I can, people can only listen right now, but I can see the emotion you're feeling around where you've been and where you are now. And it's, it's kind of bubbling up, isn't it? That, that sense of gratitude for where, where you are and what you've discovered. Right. Right. I often now refer to life has been so generous with me through bringing me in this life in such a rich indigenous richness and, and, and so connected with the land and so connected with the spirit world, yet in a way in my humanly adventures feeling disconnected from such a darkness or dark ideas, dark experiences I have walked throughout my personal and professional life for most of my life until last year, right? Until the Book of Being and Steve Forbes Hardison arrived into my life. And it's it's such a fresh air to me now to look with with this eyes uh, and as I honor what is coming through me through this beautiful wisdom that is being shared with with you and with the world and what is possible what really is possible for each one of us thinking about that because we'll we'll look a little bit more deeply at at your past but let's look at the reading of the book you had connected with steve you had the opportunity to read a preview copy of the book, and then you also read the book. And there were so many insights that you got from it. Talk about what some of those were, what and how did they impact you? Right, right. I I remember so vividly, and I even wrote a book about it that is going to be soon coming out sharing this experience because it's that important and that profound impact that it had on me. 23rd of September, 2021, I was in my beautiful home in San Diego, California. I have just finished lunch. And somehow 
I reached out. I've seen the manuscript version being shared in the beautiful social media platform and Facebook. And that afternoon, I received the manuscript version of the book from Steve. And I made the agreements, eager, all the agreements that he was requesting from. And immediately I dive into it. And immediately this sense of experience, even the first, the questions, the inquiry that he now is in the back cover of the book, is almost like my entire life I was waiting for that very moment. That this sense of my... I started shaking. I started like this almost revelations experiencing. I started seeing the invisible. I started to deeply connect with source, with my idea and sense of God in each word that was coming through. And then as I started feeling and reading the book and the words and the stories, I finished the, the book reading in two days. I went all the way until four in the morning. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the first night, I just couldn't let go of the book. It was the reflection and the, the guidance that I was reading the book really about me. All the stories reflected my very life, the very life that I have been walking, and it was just giving me all these answers that I've ever had in my path were all being revealed to me. Mm. So it was so profound. I could not wait until I wanted to shout from the rooftops about this book with the world, but I needed to be to to honor the commitment I made not to share with anybody and not to print them out and all the guidelines that there was and it just became a fresh look in, onto my life. And since that moment onwards, life never was the same again. Hmm. Well, reading the book caused you, I think, to reach out to Steve and want to have a Be With session with him, which you did in that December. And, and you told me it was your rebirth. And so, uh, and that you saw who you really were. I would love for you to talk about this because I think it, it's a, it's a profound thing to say that, you know, these, this session with him and for some people just from reading the book, they really get a much clearer sense of who they really are from that experience. So talk about that. Right. Thank you. So. When I experienced the book and then eagerly waiting to its publication to the world and towards Thanksgiving, I purchased my 30 copies of the book. I started sharing with people and I boldly made a request of Steve, please, I would love, I would be so honored to receive your autograph in, in my book, in my special book. I just purchased my 30 books and please, if that would be a possibility, right? I, I mean, I was dreaming big there, but then it was realized when I received the 30 copies of the book, I received one special book with the acknowledgement of Steve. It's an acknowledgement that I already had all this uh, time to be looking afresh into my life and to realizing I really felt like my in a cellular level it was happening the transformation in me and all these ideas about darkness or who I was or what it used to be it was just gaining light if you will and when I read that acknowledgement in that special book from Steve it was just that moment again of feeling source, feeling life, feeling fully alive and being seen in such a depth and who Steve is for me and feeling my humanity, feeling my sense of humanity. And I mean, I could be using these big words, but it's, it's honoring my experience. I immediately knew right there that I needed to be in that sacred office. I needed to be with Steve 
I was at that moment, I had my mentor, my business mentor. I was participating in a transformational certification process for my leadership and, and, and coaching and so many other commitments that I had. I let go all of that. I had the conversations to finalize all of it. I prepared this space for me and inquired for that possibility with Steve because, you know, Steve doesn't just take, okay, here I am and come to the office, right? It's a whole mm-hmm. process which uh, trust into source, trust in wisdom, trusting my my intuition. I, I reached out after I have taken the action necessary, clearing the path to 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 be in the presence of the ultimate coach, Steve Forbes Hardison, and I was beautifully blessed to receive and we did some uh, arrangements uh, for him to say yes and with my back then husband uh, we drove for the six hours or whatever time it was from San Diego to to Mesa to Mesa Arizona and by that time, I just had this deep sense, deep knowingness that my entire life has been preparing me for this moment. I just know in my in my gut, I just know that this this is it. This is my meeting of myself. This is uh, in that drive to Mesa. There was just this beautiful sky with 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 the stars, and I just was walking through glimpses of my life, what has been, and just this this sense of preparation and arriving on the 9th of December at 2 p.m. to Steve Fox Hardison's home in La Mesa, my most my second most sacred space in the planet for me now after Machu Picchu. It was words fail me to describe what it was for me. I just couldn't contain like that's such an encounter and, and, and Steve what he represents for me or who he is for me and meeting myself there in that space of two hours all the ideas that I had about me vanished, lightened all that rest, I often refer that I've rested in hope throughout my whole life through the difficulties, adversities, and experiences that I have walked, but I rested in hope. And in that moment, it was that becoming of illuminating hope, illuminating and lightening the whole thing. And all what was left was just that experience of pure love pure and absolute complete love that I am that there was there was no world there was no any ideas there was not any thinking mind there was just none of that it was just all just such a presence such a feeling it in every ounce of my being the light that I am the the, the core of my being just came all about and in that moment I realized everything was my creation everything is my creation and everything will be forever be my creation well you know having talked to you before Gabby and hearing the story of your earlier life you know you you really face some challenging is a mild word for it traumas you had a lot of traumas and whatever you might feel comfortable sharing about those I would love for you to talk about you know whichever ones you feel like you want to share but then also how you have come to see every one of them as being for you because I think that's so critical you know it's one of the key messages that I took away from the book and and other things that I've heard Steve say, this whole thing that everything, if we look at it as everything is happening for us, then we experience it differently. And of course, these are things that have happened in your past quite a ways back. And so 
you even use the word, you see them as a blessing. So talk about whatever you feel comfortable sharing and how you've turned that trauma into a blessing in your life. Right. Thank you. I feel it has been a process of my life for now seeing from my being and speaking from my being and sharing from my being that now I have become the being and I have such a freedom and such a calmness, such a peace that is me to look into the most cruel and brutal experiences that not only me, but I will in the spirit of the book of being always talking about me, but at the same time in that be with session through the book, I realized there is no such a thing as me, that the idea of individuality kind of dissolved. I saw my humanity. I saw more clearly my indigenous heritage, what it entitles to be an indigenous human being on this planet, what the suffering and the depth of trauma in our unconsciousness that humanity we have created, including in the most traumatic events, it came from my very own parents, from their own unconsciousness, from being rejected from as early as I came into this life, from the belly of my mama being brutally hit and until mama was throwing up blood and that she would think that I too was going to be born dead or I would not survive. And, and when I now look back, my commitment level to myself and to this life and to be this light of hope is I didn't give up. I the, the commitment was so early on before I even knew what commitment was, right? And 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 enduring that together with my mom, together with my dad, and then that cruelty, that physical, psychological, and the spiritual punishments, it didn't cease there. It was until I was 14 years old, it always was present there to endure such uh, physical punishments and to endure um, rape to my innocence from people that they would be there to care and protect for me. But again, now as I look through the lenses of being, all those traumatic events, all those unconscious creations, because unfortunately they couldn't know any better to create such harm. And for me to have the ability, the capacity, and there is where I bow into my knees to the presence of love, because love is making all of this. Love is creating all of the generosity of love that allows me the love that I am to see into the eyes of the people that once they made me harm to say thank you now that they have allowed me to evolve and grow in my personal and my professional life at a soul, at a spirit level, that all that time it was confusing, it was overwhelming. And until I was with Steve to really see the spirit through him, to really be spirit and soul through him. I know the world sees him and is still me. I see him as this white, tall dude, you know, yet I didn't see that in that moment with him. I saw spirit, I saw the universe, I saw creation that is beyond what in our senses of separation, all the colors that we see or our idea of, of Jesus and Christ being this way, that way, whatever color, but all of that, our human construct, that doesn't allow us to be that love that we are, to be that commitment that we are, to be that service and presence that we are. And that is just the greatest gift that now I continue to see all the harm that was once created for me, to see it as a blessing, 
and whoever is in front of me that I have the honor to serve, to see through that presence and whatever they are making it up, whatever they're, how they are seeing it, I am committed to seeing the spirit through them. And it's just this gratitude to all these beautiful people that now I can say they are beautiful people. Back then, as a little girl, when I was receiving the punishments from my own mom, from my own dad, I was going like, what on earth is happening here? What on earth? Why would I endure such pain? And many of those that wanted me to, I wanted to give up. I wanted to go back to source. I wanted to say like, forget this earth-like thing. <laughs> forget whatever here is happening. I may not, not be using these exact words, but that voice from being that now I know the being was speaking to me like, you wait, you little girl, wait. One day all of this is going to make sense. One day this will be lightened for you. And now as I look back, I say the presence of being or my my anchor is Steve Forbes Cardison because it's through him that I re-experienced this whole complete rebirth. Steve was always there with me throughout this whole trajectory of my evolution, of my growth. And when I read the stories in the book, that angel together with Amy Blake Hardison, of course, who they are. They have been present in my path as much as I felt alone much of the time. Now I see it wasn't really the case. Love love is so, so generous. Love is just, it's, it, it's, it, it expands. It's mm-hmm. just it's so luminous, if you will. Yes, you know, as I'm listening to you, Gabby, and thank you for sharing that, because it isn't easy to talk about these areas of our past where we really were hurt at a very deep level, emotionally and physically. And and yet, what I'm hearing in your voice is, and, and what came to mind is the, you know, the chapter in the document where Steve talks about self-forgiveness, because Yes, there's this element of forgiving those that hurt you and seeing them in a different way as you have come to do that. I'm curious if you had to experience self-forgiveness as well in this process of becoming who you are now. Right. What a beauty. What a beauty it is that the idea, and here is sometimes where I could find the challenge of where I come from, from the indigenous philosophy. There is no you and me, right? There is just that complete sense of oneness of a way of being and forgiveness to the earth in a constant reverence to earth, so you're always downloading, I mean, um, letting go, if you will. And that has been embedded in my spirit and all the trauma and all my 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 hunger to know the outside world and the Western world kind of confused me all along my path. And now as I received your question and having experienced the Western mindset and all all what it uh, what it could be self forgiveness i come from this idea honoring my indigenous upbringing and my indigenous origin is whenever you're forgiving you're only forgiving the wholeness mm. or forgiving whenever you're doing harm you're only doing the harm to yourself whenever you're forgiving you're only forgiving yourself so is this deep sense of source and unity that whatever I am doing, practicing, I'm doing it to you, I'm doing it to myself. So it has expanded and deepened the book of being when it talks and that's how intrinsic and innate it was with me because I come from that philosophy, from that way of being uh, that I've resented because of my 
experiences to my indigenous upbringing. And then the book of being kind of brought me back to that idea, to that sense who I always have been. So when I now look and in my aim to serve extraordinary human beings and leaders in our world, I I intend to convey, I'm committed to convey that understanding of it's always self-forgiveness. It's always, it's always uh, you, you are the source. There is no other in a way. I wonder if that is coming across. That's what I am feeling to speak into. And and it, the self-forgiveness goes on and on and on and on because it's this deep uh, compassion to my humanity, what we have created, the humanity, which again is, I am, you are this, I am this, we are humans. And that's the way that our indigenous people live to today. That's how once we have this spark of light of into our being, the possibility to, to, to see that way. So I wonder if that is coming across, Matt, or did. Yes. Um, well, you know, it's just so interesting. One of the things that I'm feeling and thinking as I'm listening to you is this self-forgiveness is not a one-time thing. It's something we recognize our 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 humanity and we're not going to be perfect. And so to be able to, and I'm guessing you do this very quickly because of who, who you are becoming, who you have become that when you see yourself um, maybe making a choice that later you think hmm, could have done that differently. There's a, a, a quickness in terms of the time between you experience that and you let it go. Because to me, that's an aspect of self-forgiveness is, is recognizing your humanity, owning it and saying, that's not me, that choice I made. And it seems to me that, you know, part of your journey in discovering who you really are had to do with looking at what your and you mentioned this early when you were talking about your journey, the outward success you had that truly wasn't displaying who you really were, and there was a, a distinction you um, you learned about, you know, and and came came to identify through your study through your work with Steve that helped you see new choices you could make that would allow you to really step into your your true potential. Right. How beautifully uh, framed that the work has intensified, if anything, Meredith. Now, the, the becoming so conscious and aware and present as a way of being now the commitment has intensified because now I'm feeling our humanity in, 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 like in every thought and to be as aware as present with the choices from being thought and action. So it's, it's immediate yet judgment because now you are dealing with the collective consciousness of humanity because you have come to realize, I have come to realize and now being back home here is not as easy as I would have thought it is, but here I am. And my way of being uh, conflicting with people or their judgments or me dropping into judgments. And that's one of the biggest key uh, distinctions I've gained from, from the Book of Being and from Steve. Judgment is, is just there because it's the human creations, the human collective consciousness, and it's is it, it's going to be always there. It's always there. Yet I, I am, am I going to act on it? Or like I would have, you know what occurs to me in this moment? I have been acting from judgment, the idea of judgment, my understanding about judgment, that I ought to be this or that and that to all my outward success 
thinking that that was going to make me feel complete and whole and connected to source, to my idea of God. And no matter what I did, no matter how beautiful life opportunities has given to me, being I was married, now I'm not anymore, and to have walked through that process with grace, but anything I've ever done until I met myself together with my judgment, together with my unforgiveness, together with all these ideas of seeing the humanity in me, what has been made and created in the humanity's history, because now I'm accessing at that level to, to operate from the core of being, because being for me, it's the totality of existence, is the universe itself, and having that taste and having that commitment to lead from there in a daily basis, in a moment-to-moment basis, I am not only experiencing universes it's coming through me, but I am also experiencing the humanity, the darkness, the most cruel, brutal thing, the most horrendous, unthinkable things that have been made. That's me. That is me because I no longer am separating. That is my very humanity. And to allow to, to, to now meet that, be with that, with love love, commitment, and service so I could be and I could meet anybody or anything with that understanding of of being. If I walk through all those ideas of darkness, all those adversities, it has prepared me to now be such a conscious presence with it comes even bigger, way bigger challenges that I cannot even possibly think of it by now. What I am aware is that I am committed. I am committed to to expand onto it. I am committed to be to be in who I am. I am committed to be that 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 presence. That's the only thing I'm committed in the every now moment, honoring all the experiences that is coming my way. And it's it's becoming only more difficult now. It's becoming even more difficult, yet I am here. I am now here. More difficult to do what or to be what? What's become more difficult? More difficult in a sense that now you are seeing it everything for what it is. Mm. A willingness right. to, to be totally real. Right, right. A willingness to to be really here in my body, in my spirit, in my soul, and to to confront, if you will, anything that would arise from that point, mm. and, and and be in service to that. So it's such a calmness, such a peace. Even with the difficulty, because life is so uncertain, life is difficult. And Mm. in my way of not making it more difficult is what I went venturing around. And and now I have this rheumatoid arthritis, a chronic uh, disease in me, even just running from that. I just wanted to just feel okay. But now just embracing life that is difficult, that is of, of... all its uh, life goes on. Life is always going to be throwing at, at me and at us so many things. Mm-hmm. Yet being able now to, to meet with grace that. Mm. That's so wonderful because, you know, you'd have done, I think, a very courageous thing, Gabby, many courageous things. But one that I'm thinking of is that willingness to look to look within and do that work of uncovering what's there so that you can see the connections as part of of humanity. I think too many times we, you know, just keep moving from thing to thing to thing and don't take the time to pause, reflect, go within and get curious and and not the judgment. I love that you talked about 
judgment the way you did, because it's so easy for us to, because it's part of who we are, but to recognize it and not judge ourselves for judging, (laughs) right? But to recognize that's a part of us, but the ability to become aware. It sounds to me like you've just raised your level of awareness, you know, exponentially in terms of what you now are able to see about yourself, about others in the world, so that you can bring love to every one of those encounters that you have with with other people as part of that work that you've done. Right. So beautiful. Exactly that. And that brings me to to the space that I've created for the past 10 months or so of until the Book of Being became the Coach Supremo now available for the world to experience the book in my two native languages, Quechua and Spanish, Quechua from my indigenous uh, roots and Spanish, uh, you know, being conquered by the Hispanic Spaniards here in, in Peru and Latin America. It really has allowed me to really slow down. Any ideas that I've ever had about slowing down and presence and awareness really slowed me down. Just being present to my inside, soul, spirit, my humanity, to see all the conditioning, the cultural conditionings, both in my indigenous and Hispanic culture tradition, it really allowed me that that fresh look from being all of that. So if anything, it has been the greatest gift for me to be blessed and, and, and granted from Steve and Amy to give the yes to translate this book and then invest such a big amount of money from my own pocket to gift it to the world. But what a joy it is that in doing that, I've only became even more me, like really experienced who I truly am, past all those conditions, past all those cultural beliefs, past all of that fresh look in the book. So it allowed me to really slow down, to really become present. And that's where I keep saying that my whole entire life has prepared me for this moment to really now be in this continual rebirth process when I get to meet with experiences and challenges because I came to understand now that there is no such a bliss and 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 just peace sense of life. Otherwise, we may be on the other side of the veil, right? And the spirit realm. Life is really about challenges. It really is just all these circumstances that are always there. And I now meet that. Oh, that's why I'm here. That's that's where my growth is. That's where I'm intentionally now creating a spaces to be in service for me and to be in service for, for others. So that understanding is where I am standing in this moment and the next moment and the next moment. Because as you know and as you see what I see in our humanity, at the same time, it's very historically very beautiful moment where a lot of us are realizing who we really are. You know, thinking about this process you went through in translating in two different languages, the depth of understanding you had to bring of the material to make sure the translation really carried not just the literal words, but the spirit of that. Just reflecting on all the important ideas that are conveyed in that book, I have to think that just going through that process had an impact on you to look more deeply at what really is the meaning here. Is that is that on track with what happened? Exactly that. Exactly that. It was so important for me to to capture the essence, the spirit. I, I often... I was reflecting and preparing for our space in this moment, what's 
being created right now. And I often say life before the book of being and before Steve Forbes Hardison for me, I was being not the most effective translator of the spirit <laughs> for all those years, all these 33 years. I have been being that effective translator of the spirit. And now that very experiences has prepared me to now be spirit and translate literal by the act of translating this beautiful masterpiece to be as crystal, as source from love, from presence, from commitment, and from service. It was so important for me that I reached out. I worked with a team that supported me with linguists, with professional translators. So there is where most of my investment from my pocket went on. I wanted to capture the integrity of what Amy Blake Hardison and Alan David Thompson made in the commitment in the service of the whole of this possibility for humanity and what the contribution is there. And of course, the very way of being of Steve Forbes Hardison, which is love itself. So it, it was just surrendering to spirit, surrendering to source, surrendering to being and trusting that what it's being created throughout these beautiful people who who step it up, who they were operating from their best version possible when I was sharing with them what this whole process is all about. And it's a possibility of hope that more people will find out who they really are. And then hence, our beautiful world will only be more illuminated for all of us. So it was just so most delightful, honorable, and humbling experience, and it still is to today, as I still receive messages, voice messages uh, from people acknowledging that, and it still is now this beautiful, generous feeling of love, if you will, and gratitude. Mm -hmm. And you must have a big vision for how to get these um, two languages now out into the world. Talk about, are there some miracles happening in your life and in this process of spreading the word about the Spanish version in particular, since that's such a, a large population? Right. Thank you. Yes, Spanish being our second largest universal language spoken in the world. So, the miracles, I don't know if there is any more miracle than life being the ultimate miracle and me being aligned to that. Hmm. And me choosing to see that now in the mundane and the ordinary. I don't know if there is any bigger miracle than myself and then that is the universe that is the very life, that is the very spirit. I don't know how I can outshine that knowing, that understanding, that first glimpse in the mornings when I wake up fully alive, fully just allow and watch the, the miracles unfold from there and to honor the littlest, the biggest act and interaction of of life and to see and dream and, and ambition, what I ambitiously am starting to speak into is one billion people in our planet being impacted by the book of being entitled Ultimate Coach with the two languages that I translated and the many more that may come if spirit allows it. And well, it's the, 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 the beautiful sacred fire is on now not the one that destroy, destroys, but the one that illuminates, the one that it's going to ignite more sacred fire to the hearts of many. So I, I, I'm accomplished uh, with the Spanish one, and now the commitment is to the Quechua one for our all our Quechua speakers across the world, across to remember who we are, it's just that switch. I often love the way how Steve Chandler uh, talks about transformation. You know, it's just that switch. You know, you just got to switch it on. And 
Mm. Boom, there it is. You experience this book about you. You switch it on and boom, you realize who you are and the beauty and the magnificence that your presence is for the world. So that's what I am living for now because in such an alignment with who I am and what I stand for to liberate more hearts all around. That's a beautiful way for us to wrap up, I think, Gabby, this whole idea of speaking into existence, the reality that you see already in your mind and bringing that to life. And I want to acknowledge you for your commitment to become your own most beautiful being. And you brought that to us today and also to your commitment to these two translations of the book and your vision for getting it out in such a big way, because I know that you know what an impact this can have if people read it about them and and really absorb the truth and the wisdom that's there. So thank you so much for being with me and with the uh, group that is following the ultimate coach and and living that life that is described in the book. And you're such a beautiful example of that. And I want to thank you for all the ways that you bring your light and love into that group and into the world because you just shine so brightly. You are you just radiate so beautifully. And I love your um who you are now, the lightning of hope. That's such a beautiful name for you and a beautiful identity for you. So thank you so much, Gabby, for being with us. Oh, thank you so much, Meredith. I still remember and honor that moment, that this very moment was created with Steve and Amy in the beautiful restaurant in the Sacred Valley of the Incas of Peru. And here we are now. Thank you so much for having listened to me and and listening spirit through us in this beautiful space. And for everyone who would have the honor and joy to listen to us. And and it is my hope always to live into that possibility for your ultimate rebirth, that it is possible to let go all the past harm and make peace with the past. And, and then only then will we know peace for ourselves and peace for our world. That is my very commitment. And I I say thank you again to Steve Forbes Hardison and Amy Blake Hardison and Alan David Thompson and Eric Lovholm as well for allowing me to, to be in this space that I feel I found my community and the people that I am beautifully developing the relationships to continually impact into our world, into who we are as each one of us continue to shine brighter in these beautiful times. Beautifully said. Thank you, Gab. Thank you for listening. If you know someone who would benefit from today's conversation, please share this podcast with them. Also, we invite you to visit theultimatecoachbook.com so you can continue your personal exploration of being. There you will find links to join our wonderful community, get your own copy of The Ultimate Coach Book, and more. Simply go now to www.theultimatecoachbook.com. That's www.theultimatecoachbook.com. The link is also available in the show notes. We appreciate your support. Be blessed. Be you.